0: Croeso cynnes i chi gyd, croeso i'r panel, a very one welcome to you all this evening. I ni nedoch mlaen i gael cyfleisgwrsio ac i i ddysgu mwy to learn a bit more about the series for those who aren't familiar maybe with the how these programs are put together it's a great chance then for you yourselves as audience to ask uh, the panel some questions and to find out more and I'm sure you're all as me would love to ask if there's another series in the pipeline but we'll hopefully we'll have an answer to that before the end of the session this evening um, as part of our night then we have uh, a series of VTs uh, behind the scenes from the cast and the crew and we're going to start this evening with our first VT from the producer Pip Rotten.
1: What would you do if the person you loved walked out of the front door never returned? What would you do if the next day you found that the business he was running was bankrupt? What would you do if the next day you were pulled into the police station interrogated quite aggressively under suspicion of murder? And what would you do if your kids were taken away and put into foster care and you were accused of being a bad mother? What would you do? We just came up with this storyline of a woman whose husband disappears and how that would impact on her life. We are setting it in Wales, but it could be Australia, it could be New Zealand, it could be anywhere. Because you never really know the person you live with. All of us have secrets, all of us carry a darker side. And a lot of the sort of metaphors of the series is the light side and the dark side in all of us, um, and yet it's a very warm-hearted series. nice guy,
2: slightly repressed. Repressed? Yeah, he is, a little okay. bit repressed, right, but he worships you, and he just can't admit that he's got his own needs. Sex fanning. Seriously, babe, a bloke, he can't be getting it and still be stressed, that is a fact of life. <laughs> oh,
1: the, the subtitle of it for us is In the Name of Love and what actions and you take, and what decisions you take in the name of love, and is that just, you know is that the right thing? Um, Evan, the husband, has taken a lot of decisions in the name of love, wanting to protect his family, protect his wife, um, and the fact that he's kept things secret has then led to the fact that he can't talk about them. Um, he's not a bad man, but he's done some bad things uh, for the right reasons, but. It was S4C who actually decided to put some money into the development of it. So over about three years, we developed eight scripts. The first series is eight hours. Um, And it's been a long, long haul. wanted to see how, particularly for a woman, decisions you make, placing your family first, what, how that impacts you and your per- personal growth. Um, Faith, you know, she many years ago used to be a very successful high-flying barrister in London. She fell in love, came to West Wales to bring up her family, happily making that choice. Um, and then when Evan disappears and she's suddenly thrust back into it, uh, she goes through the most enormous personal learning curve um, over ten days of her life. And I think that exploring also how that crisis has rippled through the rest of the family and the rest of the community is a good story. It's pretty populist, it's pretty universal, it's pretty accessible. Um, but I think it's exploring some... Lovely,
0: thank you. Uh, that's uh, Pip Rotten, the series producer. Uh, and thanks to Media Icon for providing us with these clips this evening. Um, and that would be great to tell a further story. Um, so before we hear from our panel, I'd like you to introduce yourselves uh, first of all. So um,
3: behind at my side here, we
0: have uh, Maggie Russell. So tell us about how, what's your role on Keeping Faith?
3: So my role is the executive producer for the BBC. So I came out of retirement to do this show. I was happily, quietly in retirement, and the BBC approached me. Um, And uh, I said yes, for reasons that will become clear later. Um, And really, my job is, once Nick asked me to take care of it, I oversee everything editorial, financial, legal, look at the marketing. So I suppose the buck stops with me for the BBC version.
0: And then Gwyntlian
4: Gravel, producer. Uh, yeah, felly o'n i'n um, gyda pip ar yr ail gyfres um, ar y o'n i'n BBC. Um, felly, um, nes i fynd wedyn am, am um, i efo Cwmni Vox i weithio, ni'n dwli ar y gyfres gyntaf, felly oedd e bach yn nôb reina i fi fyny i weithio ar un uh, bor y mercher. Um, gyda, um, gyda tîm ffantastig, uh, ond o fel teulu, dim y cast um, ond y criw hefyd. Um, A'n rhan i'n swyddi fel cynhyrchydd, bach o um, brif athrawes ar set, sy'n ni'n dweud. <coughs> <laughs> ond uh, just yn, yn rhan o'r holl broses fe'n ffordd. A Og det er jo sådan, at jeg har været for nyligt i det overvejelige, og det ser vi ud af
0: det her. Godt, og jeg er herinde, og jeg bliver rigtig glad for at se dig venligst i dag i den rolle, der og hvad y det, hvad er det, hvad er det, vi skal have
5: det med dig galt, i Tom Hulds, en henvojs af den herde, der komme ind, og der er jo betydelig mængder, og vi har meget stort indtryk af, at it's um, real sort of a different kind of experience. The headmistress of the school in Indonesia only called the headmistress of the school for every way. Discovering dark,
0: I'm Matthew Hall. Uh, if you could uh, tell us uh, your role.
6: Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the writer, creator of the series. Um So I've been with this probably the longest since about 2013, Um, and my job is to sit in my little writing room and. Um, Create the stories and then and then write scripts and then watch it come to life.
0: Great and then by your side, yeah, yeah. Nick Andrews.
7: Hi. So uh, I head up the commissioning team for BBC Wales. So I oversee um, all the English language television that that's made by BBC Wales. And um, I have a, a remarkable experience, which was on my second day of starting this job. Um, Amanda Reese, who's head of commissioning for S4C picked up the phone and said, please tell me you're still going to commit to keeping faith. Because the previous person had brought it to fruition, and there was a script there, and the finance plan was there. And all I had to do was put my name to it, and it would happen. And uh, and I'm really glad I did.
0: (laughs) we're also glad you did. (laughs) And on the end, last but not least, Lawrence
8: Lovegreet. I am the um, score composer, so I write all of the music that isn't a uh, song, basically. All the incidental music that um, supports all of the um, episodes, you know, underneath dialogue and um, usually without words. Um, so anything that isn't written by Amy Watch, um, I work very closely with Pip, so we basically um, go through from... The, as soon as the shoot's finished, we go through and we choose where the music's going to occur and uh, how it's going to sound, what kind of emotions we want to convey or support. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it.
0: And as you see, we have a piano or a, a keyboard in the uh, in the <laughs> room this evening, so we hopefully will have a... Uh, rendition before the end of the evening. Uh, we'll start then, Matthew, with yourself. Um, I believe it's your it's your baby um, and it's been part of your life uh, for a very long time, definitely before 2017 when we first it, saw mm. it and enjoyed it on S4C.
6: Yeah, that's right. Um, well there's a long history to this, really. Um, um, Pip, who is the director and producer of the first series, um, and I have known each other since 2003. And... Um, I had moved, I'd been living in London, and moved back to my place of origin, really near Monmouth. And um, Pip had moved to Monmouth at the same time. And by a strange coincidence, we were both working on the same episode of television. Um, It was something called Blue Murder for ITV. I was writing the script, and the director was Pip. Um, So it was a kind of fortuitous meeting, and then we were friends for about 10 years. Um, and Aaron, also a close friend from Monmouth. And um, Pip started up her own production company in about 2013, and said to me, would I like to write a couple of treatments for TV, you know, to, to pitch? Um, I think I wrote a couple, and one of them was Keeping Faith. And um, it happens very rare, I think about three times in my writing career, I suppose about 25 years, it, certain char- a character has descended out of sort of nowhere and taken a grip and and Faith was one of them. I I remember sitting down one autumn afternoon in 2013 and writing the 12-page treatment um, that was the sort of very beginning of Keeping Faith and certain details have changed in it but Faith is exactly on the screen as she was in that first document which is just kind of miraculous from my point of view because as a writer, to, for all those layers to stack up on top of what you've written is so rare. Um, and I remember r- describing her as a, a rock in a frock at one point. <laughs> um, but the frock has become that yellow, yellow cake. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, an interesting detail. I look back at the original treatment the other day and she was called Faith Howell with no S on the end. And at some point, I changed it to Howls. And I thought about it the other week. I thought, well, she's ha- she is howling <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I well, maybe that's where that came from. Um, and also, um, I've lived in small towns for most of my life, I suppose, or near them. Um, and I knew this series had to be in a small Welsh town. And originally, I picked Carmarthen. So in that treatment, it says Carmarthen is where she works. Um, I, it was because my grandfather's family came from just down oh. the road here so I, I sort was. of knew it um, but then at some point I think after writing a couple of scripts Pip said, yeah maybe we ought to move this to the, to the sea um, and that was because at the very heart of this idea so I'm someone who's lived in Wales most of my life but I had 15 years in London people that live in cities have this fantasy that there's always somewhere to escape to by escape to the country. on t- If you live there already, there isn't anywhere to es- escape to. Is <laughs> and um, the idea was that here is Faith, who is living happily ever after. She has escaped to this place that's going to deliver her happiness. And, and, and you can't run any further than the edge of the sea. Um, and in a sense, she's avoided some of the, the travails of life that attack us all. And they come and catch up with her there. And then she has to turn around and face them. So that, that was the idea at the beginning. Um, I've wandered way off from the original <laughs> question, whatever. But all interesting okay. and all
0: vital. Uh, um, Maggie, you've been sort of agreeing with Matthew there. Sort of your role then, sort of working with the writer, and
3: sort of ha- how, how does the process work? Uh, My quietest time through the arc that I work on is when they're filming, (laughs) Um, because once filming started, I watch rushes at the end of every day, so I see the day's filming, the day after. But really, a lot of my work is in working with Pip and Matthew and the script editor on notes and on casting. Um, And the thing I alluded to in my introduction about why I said yes to this project were there were two people who were really key for me, uh, and one was Pip Broughton, who I'd first worked with, I think, in about 1986, seven. So we were colleagues in the theater many years ago. And then there was, I, I, literally, the day the BBC rang me up and said, oh, could we send you a script to look at? I was walking across the park next to my house, and I bumped into Eve, and I hadn't seen her for ages. And I said, oh, that's strange. I've just been sent something to read. And she said, oh, if you do it, I'll do it. And the background to that was that when she was 18 and at college, uh, I was phoned by her head of drama at the Welsh College, who I'd been at uni with, saying, I've got this incredibly talented young actress, but she can't pay her fees. And I I was working in the drama department for BBC Wales. And I was creating a series called Belonging, which some people may or may not remember. And I said, oh, we'll get, we'll get Eve in to audition. And she came into audition and the producer came to me and said, oh, I think she's too young for the role. And I remember crossing out the age on the piece of paper and changing it to her age. Mm-hmm. And she did Belonging and that is how she paid her way through college. And then, during that process, we created another project in collaboration with a writer called Roger Williams, who's Mm -hmm. written a lot, Mm -hmm. um, wrote Bang. Um, And that became his first network show, which was called Tales from the Pleasure Beach. And that was Eve's first network show. So I've worked with Eve since she was 18. um, And the combination of Pip and Eve, for me, and in fact, I remember the the treatment, which I thought was one of the best I'd read... For a good twenty years, so, um, and I think it is remarkable that you created a character that was so robust that she has not just arrived on screen; she's thrived. Mm, um, so, so that was my yeah. journey. And what about the casting
0: then? Who who would be so able so to talk
3: about that? Pitt would do most of the, the casting work alongside Gwen's, the producer, and then they send me an email going, will you sign off on these people? And because before I retired, I had the great good fortune of working in Wales for 20 years, most of those actors I've worked with at some point. Um, and I think whenever you're creating new series, you really work hard to get those scripts to be brilliant. You really work hard to get a cast to be brilliant. You get a wonderful you know, chief in charge of it on the floor, which was what Gwen did on series two and, and was amazing. Um, and you never quite know if all those ingredients will create what Keeping Faith has created because i think what's re- been remarkable about this show is it doesn't really belong to any of us and the wider people that aren't here tonight it belongs to you it belongs to the audience now and that's a very remarkable thing when that happens um and a real privilege actually
0: mm, definitely i agree gwenlian and um, gynyrchyd ar gyfer dai on feller wedi lysawr o'r byllam a dewis o'n eden dwi eichog and uh, gwrres an amlug wrgwil into landody board ars wedi yn hynny, ond um, beth, beth am ar pam y penderfyniad?
4: Um, Wel, wrth gwrs, gath gaf a cyfresau i wneud gefn wrth um, a dyn ni wedi bod yn iawn bod yn gweithio efo'r BBC uh, in hynny, a mae ma yna cwpl o'n dromau i ni yn cael ei wneud yn y ffordd yna. Mae beth mae'n bod, um, dde, dde sôn am y castio nawr, mae na cast yn un bod y Merher, yn siarad Cymraeg. Uh, felly beth, mae nhw wedyn yn cael platfform uh, f- mwy. So, mae nhw wedyn gallu dangos i sgiliau nhw, nid yn unig just i gynulleidfa S-Parec, ond i and llybyd, a dyn ni gallu profi yng Nghyngwladol bod y talent yma yn bodoli yng, yng Nghymru. Um, a nes i, wan, nes I ddim sôn yn gynnau hefyd, dwi wedi cael swydd newydd. Dwi'n comisiynydd drama newydd Esperrach, felly dyma'n hartra i. A mae just, mae, fi jyst yn gweld bod y, y dyfodol mor gyffroes. Jyst llwyddiant rhaglenu fel keepin faith i'n bod yn meddher. A um, mae hwnna jyst i palu'r ffordd wedyn i'r, i'r dyfodol i'r drama'n yng Nghymru. Ie,
0: yn amlwg i ni gyd yn gyfarwydd ar ymgyrch i gael milion o siaradwyr yma. Um, Can do a few dig. I mean, but keeping faith. But keeping faith. And with the Calipheth, that I never either anything to ski camrag. I believe of, uh, as many of you as myself enjoyed the first series in Welsh. Obviously, the second series was aired on S4C before BBC. But I'm guessing you had viewers. Watching the Welsh version
4: because they couldn't wait no. for Keeping Faith
0: to return to their screens.
4: Yeah, I have had exposure to Nidhi um on that article in the Weather in and Sarah Damer the and the New York Times. So it's much, but just, my ma just, my ask my and I, but but come here ask but I can't solid, and with no one so many on, Keeping Faith. Mae'r cwdos yn nhw i weithio'r rhaglenni mawr a'r budgeet mawr ma, sy'n cael ei wneud gan cwmni eraill sydd wedi dod i Gymru. Yeah. Um, a jyst i ddangos i gwedd y llybyr pa mor gret yw i fyny yng Nghymru.
0: Yn eirin fel Aelod o'r Castau, o ti'n ymwybodol pan ddechreuais di oedd mag sôn y ..faib na berch yn rhann o'r gyfres. Oed ti'n ymwybodol na amlwg ti wedi bod yn o gyfresu mawr... Er Esbdarec, BBC yn y gorffennol, ond oedd rhywbeth speciaol oed ti'n teimlo am hon yn y cychwyn?
5: Well, Pag chi'n darllen sgript o'r dda yna, Achos oedd e'n wych, uh, Matthew wych oedd... ..oedd, oedd e wedi bod yn, yn y llall yn arbennig. Ond y cwbl at ei gilydd... ..a gweld yr O'n i'n gyd yn gwybod bod ni arwyddaeth arbenig iawn Uh ar ni. A wedyn, pan athu allan, i'w wledu dderud yn a yn codi i ffen, a gweld bod rhywbeth arbenig iawn yn digwydd fan hyn. Wel, mae Gwen yn gweud, oedd un anrydiaeth tiwchwnt. Anrydiaeth tiwchwnt i fwn rhan o fe. Mae'n dal i fod. A dyn ni'n gwybeth o fynd A, 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 a mwy o, o, o mis i'n taro mm.
0: Nick, um, figures, viewing figures obviously is a great way of measuring a success of a
7: series um, and um, well series one went broke all records really. I mean it, it went it went stratospheric. I, I was I was walking um, out of the dentist and Maggie called me and she went have you seen the figures for episode one and I'd got a text and they were record-breaking for just the first episode and um, one of the things I did then was go onto the iPlayer And this is what Maggie means by it being uh, the People's Series. Because what happened was that as as every episode went out on traditional BBC One channels, uh, it was big. But then people started talking about it. And word got around. And what happened was on iPlayer, the algorithm started pushing Keeping Faith higher and higher up the top 20 list. As, and, and that was the first time, really, in, in, in the iPlayer era where the algorithm that had really contained our series for Wales and a Welsh audience was bust open. And suddenly the episodes were just cascading onto the most watched and it burst out of Wales and across the UK and it became this record-breaking, barnstorming thing. And uh, it was the audience. It was it was the first time it, that, it, that it happened. Um, so you're absolutely right. It, it just took the world by storm. Um, and it was the first time that, that the algorithm had been broken, thanks to everyone clicking on it. Superb.
3: Mm. In fact, I remember an evening. I don't know if you recall. Mm. Nick had kindly taken uh, Pip and Adrian Bate, who, who is uh, the Vox executive producer, and Eve and I out for dinner one evening. And Particularly Eve and Matthew did huge work around Twitter in Series Mm. 1 and 2. Very Twitter literate. I am not. I have learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And Eve had her phone on the table. And as we were eating dinner, um, the page was refreshing. And by the time we got to pudding, and yes, we did have pudding and espresso martinis, I seem to remember. Lovely. um, We were... The six episodes of Keeping Faith, because it was at the end of the series, were all in the top yeah.
7: ten of iPlayer. Um, just to give you a sense of numbers, um, that that so iPlayer for, for, for us had been at 17 million. By the end of Series 1, it was at 45 million. So, I mean, th- th- those are r- unbelievable numbers. I mean, th- you just d- that just doesn't happen. And, you know, Amanda and I were on the phone. It was a hit for us for series, a hit for us. Uh, Network at BBC One were saying, we've got to repeat the series. This is a phenomenon.
0: And I, I believe it's uh, become the most we downloaded non network yeah. show on BBC iPlayer with over mm. 8.5
7: million downloads
0: as of May 2018, That's obviously right. the first series.
7: Mm. Yeah, it became, it became an, an absolute juggernaut. And, uh, I, yeah, it, w- it was really, really strange. And, and, um, and, and interestingly as well, you know, from, from, from a BBC Wales point of view, um, w- w- suddenly, I mean, suddenly, I have been inundated with scripts and <laughs> inundated with uh, offers of, 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 of working on other dramas and it's had a real galvanizing effect for emerging mm. which we'll, I'm sure we'll t- touch on later.
0: And what kind of effect then, Lawrence, has it had on you as a musician? Obviously, when I think about Keeping Faith, o Ein Bore Mercher, as I watched it on S4C, the music, um, or I had, I, when I was able to download it, I was one of the first and I saw it was available, but obviously those numbers I can imagine a lot of people have tried to been ignore it.
8: No, I've been <laughs> tuned. It It's a bit scary, doesn't it? Yeah. With well, no d- well, well, well how was you? Has it changed your life? Uh, it, it's um, yeah, it's amazing. It has. This is for me. is pretty much the first major thing I've done as a composer. I had worked with Pitt before because um, we did the um, Abba van Green Hollow th- uh, mm-hmm. film together. So um, so I felt like w- we were just kind of moving on to the next project together because we worked really well together. But yeah, obviously, as soon as we knew that it was had gone, had become this m- hugely popular show, I knew that I was aware that people were listening to the music, and also people like talk about Twitter. There were lots of people getting com- commenting about about the music, and um, yeah, so it's it's really nice. Obviously, we um, we spend most of the time just focused, just um, I sp- me and Pitt just talking about the music, just the two of us in probably a very small room. Mm. Um, so it's lovely to know that. It goes further than that, and obviously that's the the intention.
0: Yeah, I hear Um, my hand is in. I'm ran down the ground. I'm going to do a I'm
5: going a am Fi as Lauren said, the incidental music. Uh, I love the singing along with you. I think i Um, I'm not even quite sure he can or can he or watch a a I O'n i'n gwneud pwynt bach cyflym hefyd, beth, mae'n er, gfresu eraill wedi bod fel, fel y gwyll sydd wedi'i agor y drysau a maenna gymaint o gyfresu nawnd allan o Gymru a mae'n holl bwysig bod ni'n ei wneud nhw yn y Gymraeg, gymaint a dydyn nhw yn Saesneg. Um, a fel actwr, o pwynt actwr, mae chi'n wahanol ychydig bach yn wahanol yn Gymraeg na bych chi'n gwneud yn Saesneg, dwi ddim yn gwybod pam, falle bod llai o honno ni beth yw beth mae cytrefol. I can but I can truth. i not sure what I'm saying. I'm not sure I'm saying. i
0: I'm i i not
5: what
6: i over um, the and when in in the development of the show the idea that um, Pip and I had was that it was to be the most intimate mm. drama on TV that was that was the most that was that was the objective so I'd come from sort of writing novels a pre- few previous years and I thought well how do we get that inner voice that you get in a character onto the screen and because I had such a close relationship with Pip that that sort of translated into the way in which Eve acted the part. And the first time I saw some of the rushes um, from the filming, and I saw the way that Eve was capturing that character, I thought, oh, she can't fail but to connect with the audience because there's no self-consciousness about her performance. And you only get that when a director allows the actor to be entirely self-conscious, and then the writer has to write a script with as much space in it as possible, because uh, that's what I think my job is—to tell the story in as few words as possible, so that the actors have as much room as possible. It's quite a, quite an interesting process.
0: Were you involved at all during production, or once you'd written the script, was it a case of passing it on and watch it grow, or were you on
6: set, or how did that work? I visit the set. I don't. I don't. The director's job is is really the director's job. I mean, um, so yeah, I think my job is mostly done by the time <laughs> um, the scripts are in. Um, you but I, but I, but I, al- <laughs> I also <laughs> wanted to yeah. say something about yeah. the the Welsh bit of the drama. Um, the the reason I was I've been so desperate to make a Welsh drama for about fifteen years is there's something we all know it when we live in Wales. There's something soulful in the Welsh character which which comes out. Which lends itself to drama. There's there's um, uh, there are fewer layers between the human being and the, and the heart of their emotion somehow, and that works on the screen. Um, so we were trying to we were trying to capture some of that. And I was lucky enough to take this show to a TV festival in France last year, and um, they loved it. But they said, "Why aren't you showing us in Welsh? Why have we got the English?" Uh-huh. Version? And it was a festival with people from all over Europe there. Welsh was no problem to them. Yeah. It's, it's all subtitled, and they're quite interested to hear the language. Yeah, brilliant to hear, diversity isn't it?
0: Diversity, diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Très bien. We've got more VTs to show it to you now. We have an airing with us this evening, a member of the cast, but we have a VT of uh, other members of cast now, so we'll have a chance to watch that before we move on to some next questions.
9: It's a story that's set over ten days. It's uh, a family that run a family business in Lan, um, And uh Abercorren is what we're calling it. But we're, we're filming all the exteriors in beautiful Larn. And it's about uh, a family, a husband and a wife, with three children. And he goes to work one morning and uh, never returns. So Faith is his wife, that's who I play. And it's her hunt. To find out where Evan Howells is, but in in so she uncovers his uh, his secret life. Faith. And Keri's are slightly suspicious of each other at the top of the series, but by the end of the series, they have become firm allies. I like to think of them as a modern-day Cagney and Lacey. By the end of the show, we're filming in Wales, and um, so you know you do find that you, when you come back home to film, you you work with a lot of the same people. But there are people who I have never worked with before. I've never worked with Eve before. I I didn't really know her. Um, but it's been brilliant you know it's such an energized set
4: i've been lucky enough to work with pip before and i think she's fantastic she's she's already um i am the sense of her really pulling and pushing the characters out giving us a lot more than is there on the page you know that we're exploring in all the scenes different dynamics i guess you know between the characters and that's making them more and more three-dimensional, I guess, and all the contradictions, character contradictions that go with that. Part of the fact that we have worked together before is, is useful, I think,
7: in creating a community thing because there's a, there's a shorthand and there's no kind of, oh, I don't quite know this person. Everybody's comfortable with everybody straight away. So I think that, that helps. And everybody's lovely and everybody's great. It's really boring to you know to hear. You want to hear this guy's an idiot. This woman's a pain in the backside. But they're not. It's really dull. Everybody's lovely, and that's cast and crew. The uh, missing person's report gets filed first
5: thing. So as soon as the 24 hours are up, we'll be straight on it. All right? Okay. Thanks. Dave. Okay. If you do fancy doing the pub quiz, you yeah. know.
0: It it's great to see your reaction with Steve everyone loves Steve yeah uh, and Irin, um Ballyladcaster Cici Mahino um a team ladna and I'm looking at tag it in on a way of our set a, a faugregile that would be lot of rain in y gorffennol gonna get
5: Oes, um actorion on yn y a bit got any Hana um i Mae'r teimlad ma o, o chi'n gweithio rhywbeth arbennig yn dod um, o'r sgript ymwrediol, wrth gwrs. Wedyn, fel y Mark yn dweud, beth sy'n digwydd ar y llawr, pan bod rwy'n yn cyfrwyddo chi fel pe brod yn nawr. Na, na, Mae'n adderchafiad addyrch, ar bethau mawr yn digwydd. A fel y ma, ma Mark yn dweud, mae ma hi'n gallu I, uh, denu rhywbeth allan o, o honno chi fel byfformiwr sydd yn, yn y cymeriad, I, uh, but mostly got Mark y bar, a bar in hill, got a bar in hill, I've got a Eve Miles y bar in hill. I can't believe I said just "Gallo Eve and Faith." That was. He must be quite a nice man. my Eve should come My "Gallo him Faith." Oh yes, you've been in killing Eve. No, 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 no. Keeping faith. Oh yes, 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 yes That's what I meant. For
0: I'm going to að ar y sett að þeim lör þeim lát þeir líall þú ert en að það er líka að þeim geti þú bætt ti'n því neu oedd yn að enga í am að þú ert að fannast
4: þú er líka að þeim geti þeim lör kæfðra Ond or, ddim edrych chi'n nabod y cymeriad yn mor dda, wnaethon nhw jyst esblygu erbyn yr ailgyfres, felly o pa mor gyfforddus, ond hefyd yn cael ei herio i symud ymlaen i'r cam nesaf. Yn ei, wrth gwrs mae e, sefyllawawdd wedi newid erbyn yr ailgyfres, felly mae hynna jyst yn, yn mynd i'r lefel nesaf aran cymeriad. Ond fyddai'n so on, gwybod yn union pwy o'ch chi'n chwarae, felly oedd jyst yn dod mor naturiol. So, angen, I. <laughs> uh, arall, uh, in gyfres, the man
0: and the slapdress. The God villain, the Yellow Mac, was a, a very, was a main, another main character in a way um, in the, the series. Uh, and we have another VT now um, giving us a little bit of background uh, behind the Yellow Mac. You
9: know, Faithy's little Yellow Mac is just. It's gone a little bit, you know, crazy. It's everywhere. And um, I get photographs of men, women, children, babies, cats, dogs wearing yellow macks going, Faithy, you know, we're here. And it's funny because I've asked people who have been wearing them and been posting it on social media. And the response is that they feel that when they put that on, it gives it... It's a form of strength and courage, and I can fight the world. But it's a beautiful color,
2: isn't it? It's a beautiful, bright, hopeful, full of faith color. You don't expect something that you've chosen to become so iconic and have its own Twitter account. And I mean, to see how, well, every time you're driving down the street, it's like yellow coat, yellow coat, yellow coat. And you're thinking, my gosh, everyone's in yellow. What have you done? But yes partly because of faith in the character you know everyone wants to be a part of that and sort of feel that belonging and have that strength as she calls it her jacket yeah
7: I don't think I, I think anybody who, who says they knew how amazingly iconic that jacket was gonna become I, I'm, I'm sorry I, I, I don't think they're telling fibs um, I, I think really actually this the shot behind me here I um, is such a brilliant shot. I'm not sure the yellow jacket would have been quite as iconic as it was if we hadn't have this amazing image um, that, that sort of presented itself to us.
2: They wanted a colour and yellow pops in the night and sort of in the daytime you know and then on the landscape against the amazing seascape and the mountains it all just looks amazing. It's a practical sort of coat it's sort of waterproof it's sort of something that you chuck on it's like my sisters have had something like this and sort of and their mothers of three and stuff like that so a bit like faith you know it's that sort of so you just drawing from examples of their lives that's like oh chuck it on if you're taking the kids out and because it was summer so it's a lightweight practical coat
9: oh my goodness me could you even imagine me walking down the road in a yellow market it would just be carnage um, I can't put my husband and my children through that. So I've put the girls in a little yellow mac. and yet everybody passes us and goes like this. I'm going, no, no, no. Like, I had them before me <laughs> Faith came out and they were like... <laughs> so, yes, it's, uh, it's, it's got a little mind of its own, this court, and so it should.
7: No, I certainly hadn't seen the success. I'd certainly... Uh, there happens to be a person inside that jacket called Eve Miles uh, and with all due respect to the jacket, I, I suspect it's probably a little bit more to do with Eve than, um, than the jacket she's wearing. I think she could probably wear a lot of things and it become iconic.
9: Faith has a winter coat this year and it's very structured because her life is becoming very structured. She's, you know, um, representing uh, Madeleine Vaughan in a murder case. So it has to be smart for the court and for the office. But yeah, practical also pockets full of bananas and frubes and all that kind of thing that mums do. So um, you have that to look forward to. And of course, we've moved from the stiletto once again, because it's winter, into a boot. Um, so that's a bit new. And a nice little nod to the yellow mac uh, in the house. I asked for a yellow hoodie. So there's, um, they're still out brightness in the winter in Abercoran
0: some of the uh, yellow mac followers on twitter here this evening with that laugh maybe have you followed i'm sure you have um, but maggie it goes to show the power of the the series when it comes to that, that yellow mac i've got a yellow mac i had it before <laughs> uh, faith had a yellow mac but honestly. when I, honestly now but when i wear it it goes to show the the power of just a television program. I've had so many people, oh, you're in costume, S4C costume, and it obviously shows. Wow, it's because of keeping faith that you know, on eemboda Mercher, obviously.
3: Yeah, I mean, the the coat. I think Adrian's right. Without Eve in it, you know, I'm sure yeah. she's kind of more than fifty percent of it of um, by far. But it it has sort of taken off, and I think there's been a sort of. There was a really interesting debate about, in series two, what did we do with the yellow coat? And, w- and I know we kind of all sat down. I remember having a conversation with, with Gwendolyn as part of this, and I'm sure Matthew was being kind of looped in on this, of, okay, it's 18 months later. <laughs> I don't know a woman, 18 months later, who had quite a lot of life challenges, who wouldn't have gone out and bought a new coat, and possibly had a new haircut, But we didn't want to cut Eve's hair um, because it worked so well. So I remember bumping into Eve um, at at an event and saying, okay, after three, and it was Eve, Sarah, the costume uh, lady and I, and I think you were there actually as well. And we said, right, we're all going to, after three, do the action of what we think the new coat should be. And all of us went and kind of cinched a sort of belt in like a trench. So, because the idea was that Faith had to really pull herself together in series two. Um, And so then Sarah found the fantastic blue coat. And then I think it was literally two days work to go through every color in that range of coat. Um, And we knew, but nobody else did. Um, and I noticed that one night on the news, Laura Koonsberg had the, um, the Cerise version. And I was like, oh, I hope nobody comes out in the blue coat. But the other thing with the yellow coat is we had to decide where to use it because we knew we couldn't not have it. There would have been a, a, a Twitter revolution. <laughs> um, so we looked a lot at finding the, the yellow coat in Series 2 is used in kind of key emotional moments. So it's a sort of treat for the audience. Um, and that th- when things are really tough, when she's on the beach with Steve Baldini, when there are these key moments, that yellow coat comes in to remind us all, really, that, that the sunshine of the coat will carry us through.
0: Yeah. I'm sure you're agreed it's interesting to hear that the yellow coat. Had a meeting. Had a, you know, very sort
5: of particularly. You remember well being there. Uh, um, so a iconic. bubble in bubble in court. But I Later, Really, for this. but
4: Ar math, môr,
5: got, a'r math o got ydwe. A fi'n yeah. gwybod bod, bod e wedi y e got wedi dod yn rhywbeth... ..sydd yn symbylu bod ni'n gallu uniaethu. Ond wola, mae pobl yn meddwl ffordd te. Um, bod un o'r pethau mwyaf... ..mwyaf, mwyaf trofiadwyr diddorol sydd wedi dod allan o'r, or gyfres. Bod, bod e'n gallu cysylltu fo bobl... ..mor mor a mor union. Mm. A diolch i'r sgwynnu ar yeah.
4: Another, oh 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 no, another oh anecdote that I'm I'm a got, on a film year, Eva Eve Miles did um, spytu, a scene or Spitz, and I threw in Gerda Mound, Eva caught to all of you. cut no, did everything? I was
6: just going to say, I met I met the woman who started the uh, Faith Yellow Coat Twitter account. Very nice woman from London, whose husband's in the army. Um, I've been engaged with Twitter quite a lot, and it's been fascinating because this has been entirely new to me. You watch the audience responding minute by minute, um, and they want to coalesce around something. And they've they've sort of coalesced around this character of Faith as being a woman who takes all the brickbats and fights back, and that's become her sort of coat of armor. And I was wondering if people would come up with a word for it eventually. Uh, you can't force it, you've just got to see what rises up. On. And there's um, someone on Twitter called Wendy Wales, I don't know who, her actual name, um, and she started calling the sort of yellow coat wearers the Yellies <laughs> recently, and that really caught on, so I was quite interested in that, because there was something about shouting back at the world. Yeah. In mm.
0: Maybe Wendy uh, Wales is here this evening? Yeah. <laughs> Wendy Wales?
8: No? Oh, no? I wish she was. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's a chance now to open the uh, questions up to you, the audience. Um, I'm guessing some fans here this evening. This is your chance now to ask uh, anything you'd like to our panel. Um, Something that's uh, from the discussing discussing discussions that's been going on. Is there anything? We have a raised hand in the front here. Lovely. We'll get a mic to you now.
9: Poisine sy'n gwneud y penderfyniad,
1: o pwy sy'n gwneud y peth yn ddwy-iaethog? A, a pam ych chi'n gwneud t penderfyniad yna?
4: Gwet, Lian, felly yeah. ti-shirt up? Yeah. Um, Wel, on on ond aflwg, ond ni ddim yn rhan o'r sgwrsiau e, yn cyfres gyntaf. Um, ond... Fi'n um, meddwl, fel nes i sôn o o, ff- o o uh, dde, i i... I, asparec, I roedde a'r platfform arall, ond um, dwi ddim meddwl bo, 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 I yn meddwl bod y bob rhaglen yn ei wneud yn, yn gefn wrth Mae jyst un ffordd o, felly, gael bach fwy o um, uh, galled ei wneud rhaglen fwy, ond mae'r amryw o, o fathau o'r rhaglen ni, nid yn unig efrwth gefn, ond uniaeth Cymraeg. A felly bod, drama fel fel i'n dweud, fel i'n bod y meddwl i keep in faith, os mae pobl yn dod i arfer ar ym, lleoliadau Cymraeg um, ar Cymru, ar y sgrin, yn ywedig ar rhwydwaith, felly gobeithio yn y dyfodol agos, fydden nhw jyst yn derbyn dros mai uniaeth Cymraeg. Um, a fi'n gobeithio bod yna rhywbeth fydd yn digwydd yn gynt rhag yn hwyrach, ond mae, mae camau bach, fi'n meddwl, i hynna. um hynna.
1: Ai um, esparerach o'r di wneud y cynnig at y BBF neu y ffordd arall, pwy o'r di wneud y penderfyniad yn y llig ynta yn enwedig ar hon, oedd y gwyll y hun wedi bod mor um, llwyddiannus. Ai hwnna oedd
4: yr un cynta neu um,
1: beth digwydd
4: yeah, a group of of Lincoln's avingkari, Gareth's gaben.
5: Yeah. yeah. Elva well, El,
4: burna badna, get
5: on
4: that. Well, I feel I yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Um, Fartil, yeah. Burna badna. put they give a gallery And I'm then on for them to blog guys in a a because we're not go handily fellow of the I i'n Felly, na, a lot of people who have a lot of people who are in the I Where do you win Where you keep face? So, ch- two for one? Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> I, chi, Matthew, like I, I was to just to going to add to Gwen's that. that
6: it, it's, it's something about the production budgets as well because. S4C doesn't have the budget to make something that's, um, um, well, I mean, we're we're talking about vast amounts of money that goes into BBC One budget, so you have to have a number of investors in there to make it happen. Um, So when you get a big drama series, it's invariably going to be in English and and in Welsh. But but I think the wonderful thing is that the Welsh version has has travelled, um, which for me is a triumph, because like a lot of people, I like come from a, a family that had Welsh. My grandparents are Welsh speakers. Then it died out with my parents. And then we've got to try and rediscover it somehow. And this is one of the ways, I think.
7: Mm. And yeah, I was just going just to add that um, your drama is so expensive. And actually, the relationship between S4C and BBC Wales in terms of pulling together enough money to get the, this, this drama m- made has, has, has been instrumental. But s- something just to add to that, um, I was at a, a television festival in Edinburgh, and I was talking about uh, S4C and BBC Wales collaboration with Cryth, Hidden. And um, there was a question from the audience which said, uh, they said, um, oh, it's fantastic how that Welsh language, English language has something of the Scandi-noir about it, how exotic. And I, I just said to him, actually, if you, if you come to Wales, uh, this sort of thing happens all the time. People are flitting, as we have done tonight, between English and Welsh. It's the most normal thing in the world. It's not some sort of exotic uh, thing that uh, you can come on safari and see. <laughs> uh, this is actually just a thing. And actually, uh, the way we can break those myths outside of Wales is by putting this drama story together. Um, just, just to add to what, what's been said tonight.
8: I, th- I think the, the, the two versions are different enough for the peop- that a lot of people watch both. Yeah. Um, and that it's actually, from a musical point of view, that we have to completely rethink it for the... I start on the English version. I think that's the one that's edited first. And then um, me and Pip have to have a completely new discussion about the Welsh version. Um, and I know lot, lot, certainly lots of people that I know have watched... I've watched both versions. I think they're both standalone and, and they're different enough.
5: As well as, the, as that, I think the um, the hybrid versions are, are a good way to go. And Hinterland certainly did that for a certain market in a certain part of the world. Mm. I mean, as, you, as Matthew said about France, you know, they, they would welcome it in, in... in I mean, America isn't ready for that, I should imagine. Is that just t-
8: tolerance um, to subtitles? Mm? Is, mm. That, is that all it goes down to? Because I, I watch so much stuff from in foreign languages yeah. and I love it. Mm. And I find it more intriguing in a way, it, whatever it is.
5: But I- if you stick a, a Welsh scene into, uh, you know, in a hybrid version, which is meant for an English-speaking market, then they've got it, oh, what was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they haven't switched off. Yeah. They've been intrigued by it.
3: Yeah, Maggie? Well, th- there's a, alongside these issues, there's also a duration issue, which sounds like a really boring sentence. Mm. But, for example already this is cut into four different durations as a program so it will start with in boromeche on s4c with uh, what we would call an you know a commercial hour with various breaks in it so that also has an editorial difference because it's slightly different how you cut it before you go into an ad break and then you come out and the bbc version has no ads in And then the American version has ad breaks, I think, every seven and a half minutes. And the Canadian version has a different number of ad breaks. And there's uh, international money in this as well. So the BBC version and the S4C version is benefiting from money that's coming in from Canada and America. So it's just incredibly complex now that to make drama, as Nick said, the budgets are so large, you're collaborating Internationally, and you're making different versions of different durations, and I think it's a really interesting um, idea of where you could, in those different versions, um, have parallel, different ways of introducing the la- both the languages.
0: question, la ta deo deith, deo deith Any uh, any more questions from our audience this evening? No, Paul and Never. Yeah, Patrick Manchei. No, Paul <laughs> and Paul <laughs> and Happy. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, yeah. Are the kids <laughs> going to bed? Yeah. Are all the children going to bed at Do you know if there is um, Series Three? Uh, Mike's
7: mm. not working. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
7: so um, well. Uh, Series two has only just gone out. Yes. Uh, series three is is in development, and and Matthew uh, has been working away on on that. Um, so there is a script. That, yeah, I mean, b- uh, and and yet you know it, it's uh, as Maggie's alluded to, uh, you know you're you're pulling in money from all over the place, and so it's a very carefully calibrated finance plan. So. In a sense, that's that's where we are. So uh, yeah, watch this space, and um, we're all working, you know, towards that end. So we'll, we'll we'll see how we get on. Yeah, fingers crossed.
3: As we're speaking tonight, it's airing in America. Yeah. So um, you know, we're waiting. We're waiting for all of that to work through, and and we sit and do boring things called the finance plan which aren't boring at all, and all the legals and all the relationships. So, uh, yeah, watch this space. Mm. And Nick, with regards to the Welsh industry at the moment and
0: the success of uh, Keeping Faith, it's a it's an exciting place to be in, I can imagine.
7: Yeah, I mean, mayb- maybe, you know, and I will be able to speak to, to this perhaps better than I can, but certainly from, from my perspective, um, uh, dramas like this are uh, certainly galvanising the sector um, uh, reputationally, the 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 crews uh, in Wales have got such a good reputation now, and uh, there's such desire for these crews that you can't get hold of them, and so the scheduling of shooting drama is just under so much squeeze and pressure, which I guess is a great thing, but also a challenge as well. Um, and reputationally too, Wales has become you know the centre of excellence for for drama, uh, Welsh language, English language. You know, it's it's known across the world and uh, writers who you know we court and we covet and we we love you know uh, getting on the right side of are now really beginning to focus in on uh, Wales as as a place where great things can happen so i from my perspective it's a really exciting time.
0: Mm, a welcome to the dramas by the wreck mm. uh, Gwentliam Visu Botita Yeah
4: well just see ataggy ani um nidany ni nig a cruia rectorian with any habit leoliad me a fantastic and am 4 awr a hanner, mae ydy ti'n mynyddoedd, mae ydy ti treithiau, mae ydy ti'n sleit c- 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 cwoli, mae ydy <laughs> ti'n pob, ba- edrych, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mae ti mae 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 a mae'r math yna o leolio yn, uh, bodoli unrhyw le arall yn y byd. So Fy'n cedi bod yna'n rhan o'r ffaith bod y cwmni yma yn dod i Gymru a bod ni hefyd yn gallu creu dromai yn ein ni. ..yn ni'n gwlad ni, sy'n si, holl o e wahanol a'n unigryw i unrhyw beth arall sy'n allan <coughs> yna. Y yeah. um, a gyfer benniad
0: yno and sicr. Yn eirin, nes di brofi foeth c- Ceredigion yn, yn hint- in Hintland ar Gwyll... wedyn... ..bi'n mwyn tri'n meddwl am rhywbeth am Sir Gâr... ..ma os yna gymhariaeth. Wel,
5: ges i'n magu yn, yn, yn um, gogled Ceredigion ar ..am y Hint y A'n godis i'n mhant, yn epello Gastellnewydd Emlyn. Gwilodd si'r Robert TV a fewn i Sir Gâr. Chwod a Sud Benbro. Dyna ni'n byw mewn gwlad hyfryd. A mae pob peth o fewn taith eitha cyfru, mae hwnna sy'n edrych yn gwneud eithryd. Mae'n dwi'ch bod ma'n agos. Ie,
0: lle ddechmygu wrth seithi, hwnna yn hefyd i gennych wrth bod chi'n Great. So my dream at Lawrence. Pabamara de (laughs) Bachogani. Yeah, Lawrence. um, You've been quite quite in the corner now, but this is your time to shine. (laughs) Uh, So you're telling us your life has changed since Series One with uh, with uh, Keeping Faith. Um, So you've you've got a few uh, VTs to show to us now about your the process. Then how how does someone start working and how does it work? We've all we've all fell in love with the music and the score. Um, so, yes.
8: Well, I'll, I'll, um, I'll just show you the clip. And then, um, well, the reason I picked this is a little bit of um, episode seven from the f- first series. And it's just a clip that's got um, no dialogue. So it, it's a montage sequence with Evan. And I picked it because the, um, I think, without the score, it wouldn't have the same effect. I don't think, I think there's quite a successful bit of score that br- brings you into his world. And it's the it's the only real sort of proper glimpse into what he's been up to, um, and then after he, after you see him, it's it goes into what is an arrangement of one of Amy's um, songs, but done with um, layered layered female vocals. Um, so yeah, let's have a look. is good is it yeah
5: children sleeping in strange beds at least we know they're safe try to give faith the benefit of the doubt but the truth is never knew her family where she came from
2: i seem to remember you welcoming her with
5: open arms Evan was so infatuated
2: i tried to like her Guys, welcome to
8: my sprawling North London writing and recording facility. This is my assistant Evie, and this is where I record, um, write, and record the instrumental score to Keeping Faith, predominantly from this piano here, which is the 1920s Challen upright, and using various bits of percussion and guitars over there and this microphone here which Ella uses to record the Welsh versions of Amy's songs and the rest is done using this set of screens and computers over here. Hello again, sorry, I had to put my um, assistant down for a nap. Um, just want to show you a bit more about how it works at this computer side of things. Um, certain things are not practical to record here, like drums. So in some cases I've got synthesised, well not synthesised, but sampled drums that I can trigger using this keyboard. Um, which comes in handy. Um, When you've not actually got any space to actually do the recording here um and then so this shows the whole episode there highlighted this is episode one and you can see as i drag along the timeline i can see all the different scenes i can scroll through and underneath this video track are all the different um, music cues and they're separated into the different elements of each piece of music so for instance this track here is the cue where Faith goes into the prison for the first time to see Evan into all the different instruments, so that's the top one there, and this is the second, it's a very low, subby bass, and this one here is the piano.
0: together (coughs) it works Lawrence and I'm sure you'll be never tired of hearing that music it just takes you right back doesn't it Um, yeah so uh, guide us uh, from those VT then
8: Lawrence well um, the, f- the first thing, the first conversation I had with Pip was about um, trying to establish, um, well, w- the first thing she mentioned was that I would be collaborating with Amy. And that was her, she was saying, is this something that you'd be interested in doing? Amy Wodge. Amy course, Wodge. So yeah. you probably know who Amy Wodge is um, from, uh, she writes all the songs. And she'd done that in advance of, uh, I think, my involvement. Um, maybe... She read the script. You guys probably know this. She read the script, but I don't know if it had even gone to shoot. So there were already these songs alongside the script.
3: So the remarkable thing about Amy's songs is she hadn't read the script. Oh. She'd seen the outline, the, the original 12-page. I don't know if it was 12 pages, Matthew, but the original outline. And she had talked to Pip, and she is very good Friends with Eve, yeah. and I remember Eve send uh, Pip sending to me a song as I was and I was cleaning. I can remember I was cleaning the floor of my kitchen, and this came through and I played it and it was the Keeping Faith song, and um, and then I rang Pip immediately and we talked and laughed and cried. I think because it was so incredible that she'd captured. So and then she, as the scripts came in, she would read scripts, but. But in a way, her response was a sort of visceral response to that that um, character you'd created, really. And so she didn't know the detail of the journey she was on, but she mm. knew she was on a journey. So I so um, tried to work backwards from that, because they were already there. Mm. And, we,
8: and Pippa said, what we'll probably try and do is use one song per episode, and we'll pick the, the most appropriate song for the episode. And they, they would... Edit around that to make it s- to make the song suit the episode as well to kind of get the, get it the song into the right plate part narratively, and um, so I so I, the f- I suggested that we that I look at the instrumentation in the songs, and start to build the instrumental um, the incidental score from those instruments and l- luckily the, I play the piano, and I play the guitar and I did a little bit of singing but that was actually something that we were going to do. That's a different story. The vocals came in later, I think. Um, and so I, so I started to, to... The first thing I did was make some piano arrangements of the songs. So I listened to the songs through and I thought, how am I going to do that if it's just solo piano? And most of that is quite easy because you can do chords with your right hand and do play the melody with your left hand. Sorry, the other way around. Play chords with your left hand and do the melody with your right hand. Um, and so I did those and I sent them to Pip and Kev and Mike, who are the two editors. And, um, and that was that for a bit, and then, um, and then we quickly realized if, if there's only one song per episode, there's another probably 30 or 40 minutes of music to be put in each episode, depending on how much we score each episode. So um, there were gaps in, in the music that we needed things that were going to show different emotions that Faith had. Um, it was all about Faith with Series 1 that Pip said, tis, what you've got to do is just follow her, capture what she's feeling in any situation. So we just follow her right the way through the series. Um, and um, So I, I had to come up with things that would start, particularly with Episode 1, because you don't hear anything of Amy's until the end of that episode. So we started with a couple of things that would, would bring us in to Face world before the event. So it had to, we had to establish what faith was like before anything happened at all, and then as soon as something happens, we start pulling those away, so that you you know you can sense that the sun getting darker and there's there's all these um, doubts and and that so you there, quickly there were themes that I wrote for the first episode that you never hear again, um, and so yes we just sort of went through chronologically after that, and um, and I had to just look at the look at f- the film scoring techniques for how how to get how to drive the action, and how to um, support the emotional content in each scene.
0: And uh, you did it so well, a BAFTA.
8: W- yes. You brought a BAFTA back in <laughs> the last BAFTA. year. Yeah, wonderful. I think going into that, I'd convinced myself that we had a chance because <laughs> I thought I didn't, I wasn't going to be upset either way because I'm not bothered about that sort of thing. But um, yeah, ma- amazing evening and uh, so chuffed.
0: Exactly. That wasn't the only one. There
8: was a Matthew and Eve. And and
0: one for Eve as well. Three rafters in that evening. And uh, talking about Eve, Eve Miles has tweeted us this evening uh, to say that she's uh, sorry that she can't be with us because she's just started filming. But you'll be able to see her message on the big screen uh, in a gallon as you leave this evening. So she's obviously thinking about us, which is lovely. but uh, yeah are
8: you happy to yeah. uh, I need to mention um, to the, the other major collaboration which was with Ella who who sang the Welsh songs um, so re- apart from me and Pitt working so closely the the only other person that was there throughout and pretty much um, weekly during the process was Ella because I would call her and say, can you come over on after work on tu- on a Tuesday night and come over for she was working in Camden she'd get the train over and then I would just. Um, put stuff in front of her that she had to sing straight away without practice and and so, and so I would just play it on the piano okay can you do that and she'd sing it and then I'd uh, I layered her up pretty much all the time so that sounds like a choir in that scene towards the end of that sounds like a whole choir but it's just Ella singing on her own but there's about I would say I did it in threes, so it's like three, six, nine at least nine depending on how many voices there were in the so yes, and then I sort of put lots of reverb on it, makes it sound like there's lots of people there, but it's actually just one voice. And she is the voice of faith throughout the whole. She's mm-hmm. pretty much in every cue, um, and and so she's she's it's a familiar sound, and it makes you think it's keeping faith. And uh, the opening titles were just it was just those vocals for the first series. Oh yeah. the and I think the S four C version series two has that still mm-hmm. yeah. from so it's still. Yeah, and by m- way of segue,
3: I want to get everyone to sing it with me because I don't have Ella here. And just before that, I want to give Lawrence a plug, really, because he's not going to do it for himself. <laughs> um, oh and oh many goodness. of you may know this, but Lawrence's music for Series 1 and 2 is downloadable, mm-hmm. and Ella's songs mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Unbera um, Merche um, um, are downloadable, and Amy Wodge's songs are downloadable. So it's all available and out there
0: for you. Yeah, if you haven't already, please
8: do. It's... Uh, it's a regular soundtrack in our household. Perform one of the oh, yes, from please, two, which I picked because it's just piano and vocals. Um, it's called Madeline's theme. Um, don't you should hopefully recognise it. It's it, it covers a lot of Madeline's scenes um, as a way of introduction introducing her, and Pip wanted it to be rooted and earthy and feel like cuz she lives on the, on the farm the feel like she was part of her um, surroundings because nice. <laughs> you. And I couldn't go without playing one other thing, which you're probably all Thank
0: you. Oh, thank you, Lawrence. That's been a real bonus this evening to have uh, you playing for this. And uh, I think it's very apt in faith song, in the sound of faith song. I hopefully we'll be hearing faith song uh, for another series. I think we're all here this evening. Hopefully we're crossing everything. keeping faith Thank you very much for my partner, for your company this evening, Lawrence, Nick, Matthew, Erin, Gwyntlian a Maggie. Diolch galon i chi am eich cwmni, gweithio bwch chi wedi joio, a gweithio bwch chi fel cynulleidfa wedi mwynhau, a wedi dysgu. I've definitely learned a lot this evening, and I hope you have too. Um, so a safe journey home to all of you, a diolch galon am ddod i fwynhau'r noson uh, graf after Cymru. Diolch o that.